It's a podcast, CP. You got to go to Geico <clears throat> headquarters. You got to meet with the Gecko. What are you doing at Geico headquarters? Just an appearance. Tony McGee, former Washington Redskins. So are you going to dress up as the Gecko? No. If I threw in an extra thousand dollars, would you wear the Gecko costume? Yes. It's a Put Gecko, right? Gecko, Geico. Yeah, but what's the mascot? The mascot's a gecko. However you pronounce it, gecko, <laughs> geico. What is it, gecko? Well, it's geico? geico, but the mascot's a gecko. Okay. Right? Am I wrong? I don't know. Me neither. All right. Enough with geicos and geckos. Fixing the team. We've been working on fixing this team with this podcast. It's not going anywhere for us. I know, but it it gives you hope. Makes you feel good to talk about what you would do, right? Yeah, it does. I have a question for you. When do you think you have an idea on a young quarterback? I'm not suggesting that we should have an idea right now, but when do you think you have a good feel? Hold on. You said have a good feel as far as what? 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 what he's going to be what's his ceiling what's Dwayne's ceiling what's a young quarterback ceiling when do you have an idea of what the ceiling is well I think with these these next six games you actually give him a package to see what he's capable of I think you you monitor his short throws his mid-range his deep balls and you got to put this into the game plan and you go into a game plan knowing hey we're going to this game plan we're going to this game today and we're going to take shots or we're going to try to get the ball in the middle of the field or we're going to take the underneath stuff because this team is sitting in in a zone coverage so we're going to try to get underneath them uh to move the ball up and down the field then the next aspect is the entire season has been underneath stuff. So I'm attacking mid-range and deep because that's where you need to know if you have playmakers. That's where you need to uh, be able to see what he's capable of, if he's capable of making a read, if he's the accuracy. Because yesterday you saw some accurate throws from Haskins. When he got the opportunity uh, to put the ball there, he he put the ball in some great spots for some receivers. So uh, that was a plus. Then he he missed some throws. He missed some some easy throws where he put too much on it. And you put guys in position. You saying, hey, it was six drops, but when that ball coming in hot and you're expecting a layup, it's it's tough to make those catches. So um, then in his check with me's, you know, where see if he could manage the team and put the team in the right play. You know, I, I think. Uh, when you look at certain situations, you got to be able to hand the ball off when you need to. You got to be able to check out of it and throw it hot uh, when you need to. How he's going to handle pressure, handle the blitz moving forward, uh, because teams are going to try to confuse him. They're going to give him looks and switch to this, switch to that. As you said against the Jets, it was all covered too, but they mask it so many different ways and they drop so many different players into those zones but still got to the same exact coverage, which was which was coverage, uh, cover two. I'm just wondering at what point we know or you know or somebody that coaches quarterbacks knows or that's a GM or – that he's the guy. You, well, well, yeah, I'm wondering what steps someone really wants to see to say, 
he's crossing this off the list at this rate. Besides your, your and I, with the eye for it. You know, there's, there's got to be some kind of checklist as to what it is. But that checklist is ever-changing because these guys coming into the league now haven't run what the league wants to run. And the NFL is also slowly adapting to run some other stuff. But it's a slow process for a lot of young quarterbacks. Well, I think a lot of colleges are setting guys up. They're not preparing them for the NFL. They they fit the college mold, as you can see with uh, Kyler Murray and, um, and his head coach out in Arizona. You find a fit. You find a perfect fit for your number one pick. And you had some early growing pains, but you've seen some great things since then. You've seen a lot of growth in Kyler Murray. I think that's kind of what you're asking about Haskins. At what point do you say, hey, Haskins is legit. This man can play football. We can build around him. It's going to take time. And the reason it's going to take time is you don't have the pieces. Kyler Murray has Larry Fitzgerald. He has a young guy, uh, a kid Kirk. from Christian Kirk. Uh, you got Christian Kirk. You you got David Johnson. Uh, you just traded for Kenyon Drake. They have potential pieces. So – now you're talking about filling in. He needs a tight end, and you know he needs an O line because they don't have an offensive line. But he has pieces around him to help him grow. When you come here and you look at what Dwayne Haskins have, it couldn't be more opposite because you have AP and you have Haskins in the backfield. Now, once Geis takes over this role, the Geis and Haskins combo will be different. But you're talking about. AP, a guy who's going to slow the game down, who's going to run the ball, and you need to hand it off. And Haskins, a guy who's supposed to be electrifying, big arm, uh, and capable of getting the ball downfield, is night and day. So you don't have the the, the pieces that actually complement each other uh, for 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 now. You got a big playmaker in Terry McLaurin, who was Haskins' college teammate, which I think that relationship should blossom into something really special because I'm really high on Terry uh, and his game. I think his game is is actually spectacular, and you can see the growth in him, you know, but you got to get other guys. You got to get for Haskins. He needs a tight end, you know. Uh, he needs he needs other playmakers uh, that he can get the ball into their hands and they could take it a distance. You look at Geis, you know, a short throw and it goes 46 yards. Hey, that go down as a 46-yard touchdown pass for Dwayne Haskins. But Geis did all the work, like he said. What do you think you can tell on a running back? I think you could tell early on a running back. I, I think yesterday, seeing yesterday's game, uh, Geis, outside of injury, he could do it all. And I saw that over the preseason on – one carry, his first carry back where he jumped over a guy, stiffed-armed a guy, ran through a guy all on one carry, I saw he had it. You know, and, and for a running back, I think it's a lot quicker to see because uh, if you look at guys, it's kind of like that bulldozer mentality. Once you put the ball in his hand, you really want to just get out the way because you, you don't know where he at, where he's going to be or where he's coming to. So he's going to be creative enough and, and – tough enough or explosive enough to make a play whereas for a quarterback it's a lot he has to learn but I think to put it on Geis shoulders not saying bench AP but when you give Geis the reign I think you know he's capable 
of turning into turning whatever into a big play. See, because I think you can tell on almost every skill position within a within a couple games, and that's including you're watching the practice. You know how they're coming through training camp. You know what they looked like in OTAs. You see what they look like in a few games. I could tell you on a tight end in four or five games. I think I could tell you on a, on a receiver in a lot of games. So, so they got you... they got they can hone their skills as a route runner. But look at a guy like Terry McLaurin, who could still improve as a route runner a little bit. Made five contested catches in the game. Well, obviously only finished with four, but the deep one was really it was. I guess it was not fully contested, but takes a big hit on a slant, comes up with it. Takes a hit on a corner out and comes up with it. He can make a contested catch. He's got good hands. He's he's fearless in going for the ball. He's got dynamic downfield speed. He plays fast, in my opinion. A block when he has to block. So you're looking at a guy that you're saying, man, he's he's at least eighty percent of what he's going to be at his elite status. Like he might grow a little bit as a player, but he's gonna he's a good starter for us right now. I think you can tell on linemen pretty early. I think edge rushers would be one position that is a little bit slower developing. I don't know why edge rusher would be slower development. I just don't think it just is. we go we go get an edge rusher. You gotta unleash an edge rusher. Let that guy get upfield. I can think of a young Dwight Freeney coming out. He came into the league as a maniac. When you, when you think about edge rushers, those are the type of guys I'm looking at. Uh, you look at Vic Beasley down in Atlanta that at, at the trade deadline was potential trade bait. This was a top pick in the draft a couple years ago. And it's like, well, he can't do it. He can't do it. He's not He's not performing. But often when you look at Vic Beasley, they're dropping him into coverage. Why are you dropping an edge rusher into coverage? Put the man in position to go get after the quarterback. And you see those guys that's allowed to do that, Bosa. When you see Bosa, he's coming after the quarterback. He's not dropping into coverage. He's not, oh, let me cover this tight end. They drafted him to get to the quarterback. That's what they're allowing him to do. And I think we should do more than that. You got Sweat out here stand up trying to figure out coverage or anything else. Every time Montez Sweat walks to the line of scrimmage, he should be going five yards to that angle to that quarterback spot to make a disruptive play. Not thinking about, hey, um, if the ball comes this way, I got to drop into this zone and I got to cover this guy. No, send him after the quarterback. But it still takes those guys, it seems like to me, a couple years to put together kind of a repertoire of moves or a counter move or whatever it is. Like It's not often you see rookie players at that spot or first or second year players at that spot get double digit sacks. A lot of times it's year three before some of these guys get into that double-digit mark. You saw it in Indy with with the uh, kid from a small college, um, San Diego with the Bosa, San Fran with Bosa. Um, so you have it. It's just putting those guys – I think it's more on the defensive coordinator. Putting those guys in position. A lot of defensive coordinators, a lot of coordinators, period, offensive or defensive, don't put their players in position to win. Because you're you're coming out and you're calling these plays and it's just what you've schemed up and what you think is going to be exotic or what you think is, oh, your genius brain being displayed instead of saying, 
This is my personnel. I know my players. This is what they're good at, and you developing a defense. That's what you see in Greg Williams. The development of a defense that puts your players in the best possible position for them to win. Everyone, everyone else is like, oh, here's my defense, and they don't, they don't toy with it. They don't move Ryan Kerrigan and say, hey, you know what? Kerrigan is, 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 is slow right now. Uh, and he's struggling at this point. So how about I move him inside and I do this and I toy with putting Allen outside or I move pain like just to play around and, and experiment with something. It's no. He, he's going to play left defensive end or left outside linebacker, and I'm not moving him to the right side for whatever reason. If you're going to play, you need to be able to move. You need to be able to do everything. I think we talked about um, the kid at Seattle recently, uh, Jadavian Clowney, yep. and you were saying how he moved around, right side, left side. He was kicking butt from any side of the field. We don't get that opportunity. You look at Preston Smith, who's having a great year in Green Bay, who was here, and everyone was like, well, I don't know if we should keep Preston Smith. Now you watch Preston Smith in Green Bay, it's like, why in the hell didn't we keep Preston Smith? <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's crazy. But the point I really wanted to get to is we can evaluate most of these guys within a year. Maybe two at the most. But quarterbacks, I don't know when you can determine their ceiling. I think you can determine a floor for a lot of quarterbacks. Like, And I don't want to do that at this point with a lot of guys. But like Mason Rudolph, I don't think he has a high ceiling. <laughs> is that right. because he decided to start a fight with the guy that no, was out his which league? is absolutely crazy. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't talk about that. That's not a fight you want to pick. <laughs> know, know your personnel. But if you watch him play, and not just in that game, in a few games this season, I think you can look at it and essentially say, like, I think he's – I think he's got a lower ceiling. Like I said you could determine the floor. I don't, but I like I, I I don't need to see much more Mason Rudolph. So what about Gardner like you see Minshew. a lot of guys? That, Gardner Minshew had a great start. They paid Nick Foles a ton of money, and so Nick Foles is going to play. Um, but some guys you know pretty early on. Kid in Kansas City, you know right away. Mahomes. My homie. Mahomes, you know right away. Lamar Jackson will be interesting. You know his, what he is right now when he's running the ball the way he's running the ball. I, if he keeps running the ball the way he's going to run the ball, there's no doubt what he is. I just don't think Lamar Jackson is going to change. I think Lamar Jackson is in stone, and I knew this in college. I didn't, it, it, it didn't take getting to – the NFL for me to realize Lamar Jackson is a bad man. Like I watched Lamar Jackson tear up college football with the skill set that you hadn't seen since Michael Vick. And all of a sudden it was so question mark that whether he could play. And all of a sudden you go to uh, a team that surrounded you. In one year, the Baltimore Ravens flipped their system, move on from Flacco, 
Go add Mark Ingram. You needed a running back. You go and bring in two tight ends. Uh, you go get a speedy wide receiver in Hollywood Brown. You look at Willie Sneed, who, who was a good player in New Orleans. They go and add the pieces in one year to flip their roster and say, hey, we're going to have a, a, a good defense. But, man, our offense is so explosive. You never know the Baltimore Ravens to be an explosive offense. Now, all of a sudden, you're looking at them 35, 40 points per week on any team. The New England Patriots, they scored against the New England Patriots. They, they can score. Dude, they just put up 41 on the Texans. Exactly. And the Texans has a really good defense, or supposedly on paper. So you're picking. But Lamar Jackson also had 86 yards rushing. Which was huge. 222 pass and 86 rush. That's still a 300-yard day. That used to be the benchmark for wide receivers. If it, I mean, for quarterbacks. If a quarterback gave you 300 yards, you were like, oh, he had a 300-yard day. You just list, listen. Double the rushing yards in a quarterback's total for what that means to a game. Uh, 86 for the quarterback just created 160 yards worth of rushing problems. Because you don't know how to play him now. He's impossible to play. Lamar Jackson's impossible to play against if he's going to have 80 yards rushing, if he's going to have 100 yards rushing, 122. If Lamar Jackson rushes for 100 yards and they don't win, I'd be amazed. Because you can't – everything else that opens up because of that is crazy. So I think you can evaluate what he is right now pretty easily. But I, I think he's going to be good for a long time. So as long as he's talk- healthy. Yeah, as long as he's healthy. And as long as he wants to keep doing it that way. He he doesn't get hit. He's almost like Russell Wilson. He is like Russell Wilson. No, Russell Wilson never get hit. Lamar Jackson will try to run through. Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson does get hit. No, He got sacked. Yeah, he gets boat. sacked. I'm talking That's about it. when he's running with the ball. No, I'm saying when Russell yeah, Wilson no. decides to scramble – you're not tackling Russell Wilson. No, He's going to run out of bounds four yards before contact is imminent or slide in the middle of the field. No, I'm with you. So that's what I'm saying, Lamar but Jackson. But I'm not worried about Lamar him. Jackson in the field getting hit as much as I'm worried about him getting hit in the pocket when he doesn't see it. That says his sense is – well, spider sense is pretty good back there in the pocket. He gets out of there fast. <laughs> yeah, that play clock going off. Like, One, two, three. Nobody's open. I'm gone. I'm gone. Don't like that's it. I'm gone. That's what you should do. No, but that's a – Crazy skill set. But then you have these guys that you're still looking at. Like, how about Mitchell Trubisky? Horrible. What's he going to be? You're giving him a when do you decide? When did the Bears decide on I've Mitchell I've already Trubisky? decided. I decided when he threw 24 yards in the first half. Hey, this is not who I need a quarterback. Although he came back and had an awesome second half to that game. But at the same time, when you're struggling on offense and you don't see the – when he's overthrowing or underthrowing – or second guessing, like turning man down. Even Garoppolo, we thought we thought Jimmy G was gonna be something special. When the San Francisco 49ers went out and paid Jimmy G, it was like, oh man. Now you watch him, and it's like you're questioning. Although he had a great comeback win yesterday and did something spectacular in the second half, you're questioning Jimmy G. If you go back two weeks ago uh, to, well, we Seattle, go to the game, Seattle game, yeah. yeah, he made a bunch of plays where you're going, uh. I don't know. I mean, game one big game, one bad game, one big game, one bad game. What point do we what point do we decide on Jimmy G? Consistency. You have to although he's missing Kittle, he's missing some. You know, and, and that's the next thing you have to look at. 
their go-to, their go-to guy being missing. Emmanuel Sanders goes down against Seattle. They didn't really have an answer. Um, well, they had Debo one against Samuel. Arizona because he threw for 424 without Kittle or Emmanuel Sanders. So is that the he, deciding factor? He was down 16-0. I know. He threw two picks in the ballgame. Came back. Led them to victory. Yeah. Came back and lit it up. The fantasy football season is right around the corner, and this season there are more ways to win than ever because FanDuel has more ways to win cash prizes and once-in-a-lifetime experiences during every single game, every single week. Never played FanDuel fantasy football before? Great, because new users get a $5 bonus with their first deposit. Sign up for FanDuel now and get $20 in total bonus. Just make your first deposit and get started, and you'll get an extra $5 insight credit every week for four weeks. Go to FanDuel.com or download the FanDuel app. Now there's more to be excited about on Mondays than just Monday nights because this football season, Mondays are Redskins Mondays. Every Monday you can get a free 6-inch sub with the purchase of another sub of equal or greater price and a 30-ounce drink. Go to redskins.com subway to get a coupon that can be redeemed on your mobile phone or in print any Monday during the Redskins season at your local subway. Free sub excludes extras, limited time only at participating restaurants in the greater D.C. metro area plus applicable tax. No additional discounts or coupons may be applied. Helping people improve their lives is what should drive business. That's the belief at Coke Industries, which employs more than 65,000 people across America. The team at Coke works together to meet the world's changing needs in transportation, medical care, water filtration, household goods, energy-efficient building products, and everyday technologies, all while consuming fewer resources. See the innovations firsthand at K-O-C-H, that's kokeindustries.com. Hey, it's Cooley from Window Nation. I've met the owners, Harley and Aaron. In fact, I know them both very well. I've hung out with these guys. Great dudes. Um, they've both been in this business for over 20 years. You know that? They know windows. Okay? They know how to make the line to make with windows. <laughs> Window Nation has installed over 150,000 windows. 150. 150 last year. 99.5% of them require no follow-up service. The average installer has over 16 years of experience. They have an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. They like continuity at Window Nation. They like the people that work there. They, they get the right people. Uh, I wouldn't be endorsing them, Larry, if I didn't have complete trust in Window Nation. Call 866-90NATION or go to windownation.com to figure out how to get New windows from Window Nation, which will be perfect for your home. So I just I think it's really interesting when we decide. Because the Redskins are going to have the number two pick in the draft, if not the number one pick in the draft. And the worst case, they're going to have the one. Cincinnati plays the Jets and the Dolphins. They're not going to win either. Cincinnati would be absolutely crazy to win a game. (laughs) With six games left, you have nothing to prove. So for you to go out and win you're a tell, game? You're crazy because they have a lot to prove. Right now, if I'm Ryan Finley, I'm playing to win every game. I'm playing I'm playing to win three games if I'm that rookie quarterback from the third round so I don't have to sit the bench behind Joe Burrow. <laughs> <laughs> you telling me, you're telling me that Ryan calling, Finley doesn't want to win ball call, games? I'm calling chicks every time I get to like, the line. Yeah, go Ryan around. Like, Look, go around. Hey, I give you my whole salary if we win three games. All all of you you split my rookie salary. Let me keep the signing bonus. You split my salary. I'll split it with the offense. Just don't don't let us draft Joe Burrow, please. 
Uh, so they're going to try to win ball games? No. Yes. Maybe he's going to try to win ball games, but they're not. As a team, as an organization, they're, team they're play- not. You never once, did you really as a player, because we had a couple bad years think, yeah, maybe let me just fumble this ball in the fourth quarter so we can get a draft pick. No, because they would have had me under investigation thinking I was I was on the tape. The but Bengals play the Steelers, loss. who have no quarterback at all. Still a loss. The Steelers been, they play the have Jets, a great coach. They play the Browns, the Dolphins, and the Browns. Two wins the Browns for the in Browns. Week 17 might be out. No, that's two wins for the Browns. Week 17, you never know what happens. Well, their coach is on the hot seat, so he's definitely playing. Yeah, but their players might not like their coach. They might want to keep him on the hot seat. The Browns might be trying to lose the last game of the year so they can get a new coach. Listen. Now let's think through things in another way here. From Cincinnati, the last game of the year, no one is playing. I don't care. My specialty, my punter is playing quarterback for me. <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm 0 and 15, come week 17. I'm well, not, you might actually, if you're 0 and 15, depending on the tie breaks, you might actually have clinched the first overall pick. Okay. Now, if that, if that spot Unless is. Unless they beat the Dolphins. The Dolphins no, with then Fitzpatrick was, is a total different team. No, if they beat a AFC team. I think that, and we went one and fifteen, and they went one and fifteen. I think it goes to conference wins first, so we would get the first pick. We need them to beat an AFC team. They would be so crazy to even be in the position. Well, that, yeah, but that, you know that quarterback. Come on, if you're a rookie quarterback, and you matter. know that go, you know they still might end up taking it's, Burrow if they get the two. No, AJ Green. What if they get the, if they get the two? Is Burrow going to be there? No, Burrow's going to be the first pick of the draft. If we have the first pick of the draft and Burrow is going to be the first pick of the draft, then he has nothing to worry about. Well, if we have the first pick of the draft and we have any any semblance of a conclusion on Dwayne Haskins, do you know how much value you have in the first pick of the draft? Exactly. That's why I'm telling you to tank. I've been telling you to tank. But I'm telling you to tank, too. I'm just telling you they can't do it. You can't. Put, you can't put your players in a bad position. My players I don't want to look like trash for six weeks. My players are putting me in a bad position by putting me, giving me the opportunity to even think that we got I'm the possibility. You, there is no way the Bengals go winless with the back of this schedule. They play the Patriots once. They ain't winning that game. But other than that, they have the Steelers, Jets, Browns, Dolphins, Browns. They can win one of those games. No. Yeah, they can. Impossible. It's not impossible. Listen, the Bengals are not trying to win. They won't play A.J. Green. Their best receiver, No, A.J. Alden Green Tate. won't play. Alden A.J. Tate. Green must want Burrow. <laughs> <laughs> what can you do? Mixon. Look at, look at Joe Mixon um, at, at running back. Tight end. They don't have a tight end. A.J. Green not playing. Uh, Alden Tate just got hurt. Bro, that team is going nowhere fast. They're going to win one game. That would be the worst thing they could ever do. They're just going to try to win one game, man. No. And they're going to fire their coach as well. They're six-point underdogs against the Steelers this week. And that's what no Juju They're not going to fire their coach in Cincinnati. Zach Taylor's not getting fired. He's out of there. No chance. What about Cleveland? Are you reporting that? Oh, what about Cleveland? 
Will Cleveland fire their coach? Yeah, he's out of there. See? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know who gets what, who does what, who goes where. That's another conversation. What coaches go where, who does what, who goes how. Um, I got all these notes on Dwayne Haskins. I'll do this later in the week. I did want to talk about the interception. You know, that was both Dwayne and Trey's fault. They're running, just so everyone understands, there's three receivers to Dwayne's left. It's cover two because, as we talked about, they play cover two every snap for the most part. Sprinkles running down the middle of the field. It's a clearing route. You have two whip routes coming behind it by both receivers. It looks like what John Gruden would call 72 Dusty, two (laughs) in routes behind the clearing route, but then they whip back out of it. Trey goes in, whips out, and then goes back in. you got to keep running back out, buddy. That said, Trey is bracketed by both inside linebackers. Kelvin Harmon is open. He threw to the covered receiver, who did make a mistake. But if he'd thrown to Harmon, he was wide open. So it is on both of them. You, you can't predetermine the inside receiver when the outside receiver is open. But that said, it still shouldn't have been a pick. It should have been a blow-up or an incompletion because Trey should have came back out of it right into the backer, which he didn't. Well, I don't tr- I got in so much trouble. I got. I had two coaches fight over that when I did that one. It, it just resulted in an incompletion. Shanahan era. I zigged when I should have zagged. And I came off the sideline, and it was – <laughs> my tight ends coach stood up for me. It's a good thing. But yeah, when you when you just go where the you just go where the line takes you to go. That was the lesson learned there. So th- that was on both of them. But really, it should the pick was on Trey. The bad decision was on Dwayne. But it wasn't. It, it shouldn't have been a pick. So I'll alleviate that. I don't know if I can really. I know what we can do. Say goodbye to everyone because we got to go. You got to go. You are going to put on this gecko suit and do your thing. Yes. Goodbye. Peace out. Hey, Redskins Nation. This is the old pro Daryl Green. How many of you out there are tired of dealing with the big banks who answer your phones with that dreaded recording? Press one, press two, press three. If you want personal customer service, I recommend giving Main Street Bank a call. I promise you, your call will be answered by a person and not a robot. And you'll be treated with the courtesy you deserve. I know. I'm a founding director of Main Street Bank. So try us out. Visit mstreetbank.com. We bank where you breathe. Member FDIC. Locally owned Novak has competitive rates and some of the highest customer satisfaction ratings among electric utilities in Virginia. Novak members are receiving more than $4 million in cashback credits in December, and they enjoy the most reliable power in the region. Novak is growing its renewable energy supply, including more solar. Novak, power you can trust. Are uninvited pests ruining your plans? Let PMSI, the pest control partner of the Washington Redskins, handle it for you. 
Call today for your free inspection and they'll work around your schedule to provide you the best solution possible to defend your home territory against pests of all kinds, including mold. Visit MyPMSI.com for the game plan to control the pests on your home turf. That's MyPMSI.com. At Coke, our 67,000 U.S. employees make things that make your game days better, like fertilizer for greener turf and stronger paper products for tailgating. Viewing the game from your couch? Coke also makes the electronic components and TVs and smart devices so you can watch your Redskins victory anywhere. Coke, we make that. See it all at K-O-C-H makes that.com. That's Coke makes that.com. 